Author Marcy Hopkins releases her story of recovery in chaos to clarity, seeing the signs and breaking the cycles. Now available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Marcy Hopkins, the author of Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. Let's learn to live a life of happiness together. I am doing it. I am living proof it's possible. And I want to invite you to do the same. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy. Good morning and welcome to Wake Up with Marcy. It's time to be inspired and empowered with stories of hope, celebrity inspiration, education, and resources. I'm so excited to share that my book, Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles is available on Amazon. It is my story of trauma and recovery with support and education we've throughout to help you not only identify common signs and patterns in your life, but it also offers ways to break them. I have moved into a place of happiness and joy, and I want you to know that you can do the same. Once you have finished the book, I encourage you to join me on my website, wakeupwithmarcy.com, to continue your healing journey in the Chaos to Clarity community. Now let's hear about my incredible guests. I first speak with Greg O'Brien, producer and star of the documentary, Have You Heard About Greg? The film pulls back the curtain of acclaimed author Greg O'Brien's 13-year battle with Alzheimer's disease. Hear what he wishes he knew and how he is helping others to take notice of the symptoms early on and the misconceptions of the disease. There are over 6 million people living in the U.S. who have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's or dementia. The goals of the film are to get people talking about a far more impactful and much more damaging quiet pandemic that threatens to destroy the U.S. healthcare system along with millions of lives by 2050. I then sit down with board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Julie Karen. She joins the show to educate us on skin cancer, debunking the skin health and melanoma myths, along with introducing us to DermTech Smart Sticker, which is an innovative and painless way to get your moles checked at home. We learn how it is possible to detect skin cancer through a smart sticker instead of a scalpel. Lastly, I speak with Adam Lowy, founder of Move for Hunger. He shares with us about food waste and hunger in America. We learn some staggering facts and ways we can reduce waste. Now let's meet my truly inspirational guest and move towards a better life. This is a quiet thief in the night that relentlessly robs from the patient the sense of identity, personality, and ultimately the very essence of self. If we don't do anything by 2050, minimally 14 million patients in this country, it will single-handedly wipe out our healthcare system. Hi, I'm Greg O'Brien, damn pleased to meet you. I deal with the memory issue, it's called Alzheimer's. We now meet Greg O'Brien, producer and star of the documentary, Have You Heard About Greg? Welcome to the show, Greg. Well, God bless you. Um, I always tell people on this, I'm kind of in the horn section. I've had Alzheimer's for a long time, took my family members out. But the the guy who put this together is Steve Eccleson, who grew up in Rye, New York with me outside Manhattan. And he's an L.A. filmmaker. And his mom and my mom knew each other. I believe they were dead mothers together and both died of Alzheimer's. Mm -hmm. And 
So we've dedicated the film to the heroes of our life, our mothers. That's incredible. I was co-producer and writer, but uh, Steve is the major domo. All right. Well, wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So let's talk about, well, you were diagnosed just about 13 years ago uh, with Alzheimer's. So let's talk about how the film came about and what ultimately your goal is with the film. Well, the most important thing to me are combating the stereotypes. Alzheimer's, the experts will tell you, is a disease that can take 20 to 25 years to run its course. I got some notes here. So if you don't mind, a little cheat notes. But No, no. Um, and um, so the person who says, well, my mother was diagnosed uh, with Alzheimer's and died six years later. There are exceptions to everything. But the reality is, is that poor woman probably had Alzheimer's for 10 years before that and suffered silently. And, and the experts mm -hmm. at Harvard Mass General will tell you that. Um, and I ended up with an early diagnosis because I had two separate uh, serious head traumas that unmasked a disease in the making. Also, I lost my paternal grandfather, my mother, my paternal uncle to Alzheimer's. And before my dad died, he was diagnosed with dementia. And, um, mm. and I carried the Alzheimer's gene. And serious head traumas won't cause dementia or Alzheimer's. But if you're predisposed, it will bring it on early. And as a journalist, um, I couldn't perform my job. And so I sought help. And the point is, there's a lot of help out there. So that's what I want people to know. Go get an early diagnosis, a couple resources, Google us against Alzheimer's. And uh, they have something called Brain Guide. I serve on their board. Google Dr. Rudy Tanzi, R-U-D-Y-T-A-N-Z-I, Mass General Harvard. He has something called a program called SHIELD, S-H-I-E-L-D. And these will give you strategies on how to push off some of the symptoms for a while. Oh, wow. So let's talk about, I mean, you've been documenting what you've experienced. Mm -hmm. So so let's talk about the changes that have occurred over the last 12 to 13 years for you since diagnosis. Well, um, what the doctors tell me I'm dealing with, this is something others can look up called cognitive reserve, which is an extra fuel tank that won't kill Alzheimer's, but it will help push off symptoms for a while. But today, 30% of my short, I mean, I can do an interview with you, but my, my brain is like my iPhone, uh, still a sophisticated device, uh, but it has a short-term battery uh, and it gets lost very easily. And today, 60% uh, of my short-term memory can be gone in 30, 60 seconds. I don't recognize mm. people I've known all my life. I deal with tremendous rage. Uh, I see things that aren't there, tremendous depression, if you can look online. And mm. I'm not proud of it, but there are twice where I tried to leave the planet and God said, no, it's not your time. Oh, my goodness. So it, it's... So it, it's it's horrible and and it, it's yeah. like a, it's like having a sliver of your brain shaved every day and the question you asked is so good because if if in your interview if 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 you can get people to understand there are no two forms of like snowflakes patterns of alzheimer's that are alike and it 20 to 25 years but the symptoms can start without noticeable symptoms when you're in your 40s this is not an old person's disease you don't get Alzheimer's when you're in a bed and you're incontinent. I'm incontinent today at 72. 
Like probably too so, much information. So you're talking about, no, but you're talking about symptoms. And, you know, a lot of times in our 40s, 50s, you know, we start forgetting things, we kind of get lost in stuff. But that could be signs of ultimately well, Alzheimer's or it, dementia. Is that, I mean, it, you can have testing done to see if that's just normal mm-hmm. brain function or or not. Yes. And, and I, I think that's what, if people are alarmed and concerned about it, there's a lot of help out there. There is a difference as I've written in my book on Pluto inside the mind of Alzheimer's. And it's also on our, our website, uh, hyhag.com for the film. Uh, there's a difference between um, losing your keys and not knowing you have car keys. There's a difference mm-hmm. between uh, forgetting where you parked your car and not realize you have a car. Years ago, in, in on the Cape, we bring our trash to the dump. It's kind of kind of a nice thing. I they should have a sports bar there, and people campaign and <laughs> stuff. And um, I had used to have I'm I, I'm not allowed to drive it a four door yellow Jeep, and I threw the trash away. And then I said, okay, how, how can I um how can I get home? I call my wife, my kids. My yellow Jeep was right in front of me. And my brain mm. would not tell me. Another resource is. Um, Lisa Genova, who wrote Still Alice, she's a very yes. close friend of mine. She lives in the town next door. She wrote a, another book called Remember. Uh, she wrote a chapter about me in it, but it, but it's it's a book about the difference between getting back to what you said, saying, okay, I lost my keys, normal aging, and, and the disease of Alzheimer's and dementia. She's a big part of your film also. Yeah, yeah. She's a very right? close friend, and, and she helped me. Uh, when I was diagnosed... Um, I was afraid I'd forget everything. And I wrote down about 2000 pages of notes just as a journalist and mm-hmm. um, Lisa and uh, a, 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 an, an encouragement, William Martin, another uh, uh, New York Times bestselling author and, uh, and, and Anne LeClaire, they encouraged me and helped me. But but Lisa helped me in, in, in my book. That's incredible. I know the numbers are staggering as far as the diagnoses um, and, and how many people are suffering. So what is your biggest misconception about the disease? Well, I think the biggest misconception about the disease is how long the journey is. Mm-hmm. People think you get Alzheimer's the day you're diagnosed. Um, not true. I also have uh, uh, advancing prostate cancer. I didn't get my cancer the day I was diagnosed. And I'm not treating yeah. it right now because um, I was there in the nursing home with my parents and I don't want to take my family there. Mm. I'm so sorry, all of you that you're going through, Greg, but you're, you're really trying to make a difference for other people and educating them. So to just really thank you for all that you're doing and your strength. Um, my strength is God. I'm the most imperfect yeah. guy in the world, but my strength is God. Yeah, I get that. So, well, and that's, that's really the the voice and the approach of the film, right? Is faith and family and, and faith, humor. hope, and humor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you don't have humor, and an enemy manipulates you and 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 controls you, you got to yeah. in life look at things and be able to laugh and push back. So, Greg, we're just out of time, but how can we find the film and your book? on Pluto inside the mind yeah. of Alzheimer's. The, the book on Pluto inside the mind of Alzheimer's is on Amazon. 
So okay. you can get it. And and best to find about the film, it, it's an acronym, and I have to read from it because I'm not good with an acronyms for how you heard about Greg. It's H-Y-H-A-G.com, and that will give you all the information you need. Thank you so much, Greg, for being on Wake Up With Marcy and sharing such incredible information for others out there. Well, God bless you. That was an honor. So thank you. Same to you. Thank you. Okay, you take care. After the break, we meet board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Julie Karen. We learn how it is possible to detect skin cancer through a smart sticker instead of a scalpel. Author Marcy Hopkins releases her story of recovery in chaos to clarity, seeing the signs and breaking the cycles. Now available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Marcy Hopkins, the author of Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. Let's learn to live a life of happiness together. I am doing it. I am living proof it's possible. And I want to invite you to do the same. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy. So this is staggering. Did you know one in five Americans develop skin cancer during their lifetime? In fact, every hour of every day, one American dies from melanoma. It is the deadliest of skin cancers. What if there were an innovative and painless way to get your moles checked at your dermatologist's office or at home via a telehealth appointment and under clinician supervision Dr. Julie Karen is joining us to tell us more about this exciting new development. Welcome to the show, Dr. Karen. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. So can you give us more insight into the latest stats and figures related to rates of melanoma? Sure. Crazy. It is. And you touched on some of the most astounding Uh, Melanoma is really an epidemic. The rates are rising astronomically every single year. It's expected that there will be nearly 200,000 new melanoma diagnoses this year in the United States, and that will account for more than 7,500 melanoma deaths this year. The good news is that when melanoma is diagnosed early, it is completely curable, greater than 99% five-year survival rate. However, if it is not diagnosed until it has spread beyond the skin, that survival rate drops precipitously to about 27% at five years. Wow. All right. So there's a lot of myths out there about skin health and melanoma. So can you debunk some of those for us? Yes. These myths are so pervasive. One that I'd like to touch on is that it is too late to make a difference. People think that they've done all their damage in their youth when they were careless. They used betadine to enhance their burns. They used reflectors. They didn't use sunscreen. But the reality is, is that only about 22% of your lifetime damage has been accrued by the time you're age 20, which means each year, each decade thereafter, modifying your, your behavior can reduce your cumulative risk of developing skin cancer. So it's not too late to make a difference. Another myth is that you only need sunscreen in the summertime or when you're going to the beach. Your skin doesn't know if you're sitting out watching your kid's soccer game or sitting out at the beach, you're still getting that sun exposure. You need to wear sunscreen every single day. It should be as constant as brushing your teeth. And then another myth is that 
the only way to have a melanoma diagnosed or to distinguish a benign mole from a potentially malignant one is with a scalpel. But mm. thanks to revolutionary advances in medicine, the DermTech melanoma test can painlessly, non-invasively, and very accurately diagnose melanoma at the earliest possible stage without cutting the skin. Wow. That, that would be wonderful. I do have a quick question. Sure. So we have all of these skin products that are out there, foundations that have you know, some sort of skin coverage or sun coverage. Do those really work? And if so, how long is it really working on our skin? It's great that you're thinking about it this way because too often people don't. So the reality is, is when you're selecting a product, you want to select a product, whether it is a foundation, a BB cream, a sunscreen, a facial moisturizer that has an SPF of 30 or higher, and that indicates that it's broad spectrum, which tells you that protects against all of the harmful rays from the sun, the UVA and the UVB. And so a 30 or higher will protect you from 98% of the sun's rays if it's used appropriately. The problem is people don't use nearly enough of these products, and so their effectiveness gets significantly reduced. And if you're talking about a tinted moisturizer or foundation, you're probably using a fraction of what you're supposed to be using. So you're not getting that 30, which is why we recommend a daily moisturizer with an SPF of 30 or higher, and then you can put your tinted sunscreen or other product on top. And every right. two hours, it needs to be reapplied to answer your other question when you're out. Every two hours, exactly. Every two so hours. I am so excited about this derm tech. So can you show us how this works? It's incredible. I'm so excited about it too, because it uses precision genomics to painlessly diagnose melanoma so accurately at the earliest possible stage. The way in which it's done is usually at your physician's office. Although I'll tell you during the pandemic, there was lots of reason and cause to do this through telemedicine. And we were able to ship these kits to the patient's home and counsel them through FaceTime on how to use it. But a smart sticker is taken and applied to the lesion of concern. The lesion is then circled and that smart sticker is then, sorry, bad circle, but then that smart sticker is then painlessly removed from the skin and applied to the included kit. The procedure is repeated four times. That procedure of removing the smart sticker from the skin is collecting sufficient cells that, they get, that can then get tested for the presence or absence of DNA and RNA of abnormal genes. If none of the three genes that the test is testing for are present within the lesion of concern, there is a less than 1% chance of missing a melanoma diagnosis. Mm. Wow, wow. Well, I think that is amazing. And where can we go for more information? I urge you to go to the dermtech.com website where you can find uh, providers who offer the test. And you can learn more about this potentially life-saving procedure. Life-saving procedure and so easy. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Coming up after the break, we meet Adam Lowy, founder of Move for Hunger. He shares with us about food waste and hunger in America. now have Adam Lowy, founder of Move for Hunger on the show, and we will be discussing food waste and hunger in America. Adam, welcome to Wake Up with Marcy. Marcy, thanks so much for having me today. 
It's really great to have you. Uh, you have some pretty staggering information to share with us. And let's talk about food waste and how much food waste there actually is. Yeah. So um, the United States wastes about 35% of the food it produces. So 35% of food that is grown or processed never actually ends up being consumed. It's a huge problem in this country. And also food waste ends up being one of the largest emitters of greenhouse gases. So wow. not only is it you know kind of a dumb problem because we should not be wasting food, but also it's very harmful to our environment as well. Okay. So, well, how can we change that? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, listen, I, I am guilty of that. I'm not going to lie, you know, and um, I'm part of that problem. So what I know that we, we, you, you're going to tell us some tips and all, but what can we do to make a difference in that area to start? Yeah. So food waste happens really at all, you know, points along the supply chain. And I think like as a result of this uh, global pandemic and now global war, we're really seeing how much supply chains and logistics matter to our mm -hmm. food, uh, you know, to our food systems. So, you know, when you think about food waste, you know, first maybe think about the food that is grown on farms, right? So we talked to a farmer recently, he had 50,000 acres of squash and because they got a bad windstorm and it caused some scarring on the squash, that food was now too ugly to actually harvest. No mm -hmm. one would buy it and it ended up getting uh, just left in the field to rot. Then you've got the food at the grocery store, right? So this is where a lot of us are guilty. You go in, you look at the apples. Um, one apple has a blemish. One apple does not. You're going to always pick the apple that doesn't have the blemish. Um, or if you're picking some of the prepackaged foods, maybe all the green beans are cut exactly the same length so they can fit in that bag. Well, a third of those green beans are wasted just so they can fit in the packaging. So yeah. food is being wasted at that grocery store level as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, and then you take it home. And that's where really where a lot of food waste occurs. Um, if you look at the back of a lot of your foods, you see Best Buy, Use Buy, Sell Buy, Expires On. Um, and all of these date labels are kind of nonsense if you think about it, because food does not wait for a label to tell you when it is actually expiring. Um, when food goes bad and, and expires, it is a biological process. It releases gas. That's when food actually begins to turn. So, um, you know, A, we need to, start looking at those numbers on the back of our food and say, this is a guideline just because it's hit expiration doesn't mean it's actually expired. Smell your food, taste your food. Um, you know, those are really great, easy things that you can do to determine is this actually bad or not. Um, yeah. And then one thing that we always recommend is freezing, you know, freeze as much as you can because um, you can always go back and have another meal later. Um, anything yeah. that you can do to prolong the life a lot of that fresh produce or protein is really going to help you in a major. Yeah, ab absolutely. And they have the bags out that now ha help with that. And so we are just about out of time. And you have shared one in six children struggle with hunger daily. And food in insecurities affect Black communities more than any other race. And so can you share with us where we can find more information and help help those in our community? Yeah. So I mentioned, you know, while so many people are struggling uh, with hunger, 42 million Americans, including one in six children, uh, you have this food waste happening as well. So people can visit moveforhunger.org 
where you can learn more about these issues. Um, you can donate your food. Uh, if you're moving, you can organize a food drive. You can make a donation. There are ways that you can give back and get involved, even at that small level every day. Moveforhunger.org is the place to learn more. I love that. Thank you so much for all that you're doing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look more into that. Thank you again. Thank you so much. All right. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you all so much for joining the show today. Such an amazing show. So much valuable information. You can check out the episode on YouTube or also wakeupwithmarcy.com. I also have their websites available if you want to reach out. Next week, I have an awesome show. I first meet with Clayton Eckerd, this year's Bachelor, and he speaks with us the importance of recognizing men's health, both physical and especially mental. I then meet with new musical group, North Star Boys. And finally, Talia Fisher, founder and director of All Seated in a Barn. She is saying no to horse fodder and sharing how she is changing the equine industry. Please check me out on social media, on Instagram at official wake up with Marcy underscore. Again, go to my website, wakeupwithmarcy.com for my chaos to clarity community page and so much more. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Remember to be kind to yourself and kind to others. Bye-bye. Author Marcy Hopkins releases her story of recovery in chaos to clarity, seeing the signs and breaking the cycles. Now available on Amazon. Hi, I'm Marcy Hopkins, the author of Chaos to Clarity, Seeing the Signs and Breaking the Cycles. Let's learn to live a life of happiness together. I am doing it. I am living proof it's possible. And I want to invite you to do the same. Go to Amazon.com and order your copy.